produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a streaming freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Mighty Marvel, Mighty Marvel Geeks, We Be Geeks. And here I thought I was going to screw up and say Wookie Radio. Whoops. Yeah. How time flies. That reminds me. That reminds me. Are you getting, do you see down in Florida, the, do you have Cumberland Farms? No. Ah, Well, Cumberland Farms around here is a, is a local convenience store gas station chain. And they have, in their latest commercials, they have Ric Flair doing commercials for Cumberland Farms. Okay. The nature boy himself. Interesting. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Uh, I, I can see that. Well, I know for the longest time he was doing stuff for um, uh, for the Carolina Hurricanes. And he would get up there and do something, and all of a sudden you just hear him go, woo! Like, uh, That's what he does to the whole Cumberland Farms commercial. He just goes, woo! in front of yeah you know it's like in front of the coffee stick in front of- it's yeah time to let it go <laughs> well maybe he needs the money who knows no he's i think he's still getting paid fairly well from the wwe which let's get business stuff done first such as check out the homepage, go down our thing of our list of affiliates on the right hand side ripped apparel red bubble superhero stuff fan chest uh loot crate um support them support Supports us. Also, too, go check out Heroes and Villains, which they have some new Rebel Scum merch up, and Found Me F O U N D M I dot com. At either one of those, enter the code WeebyGeeks, all one word, for fifteen percent off your first purchase. Also, too, check out our new store, or not our new store. Check out the store on the site. Uh, it's one with the rotating images uh, for Mighty Marvel Geeks. We have the new Spider-Man jersey, which you. Can hockey jersey which you could get just in time for far from home and baseball jersey is coming i know i know derek's not a big sports guy i'm about to why am i sharing i don't want to share i mean i, I like you derek but this isn't the scenario i was wanting um <laughs> i'm about to share with derek the uh the baseball jersey the spider-man baseball jersey his reaction will tell you yes this would be worth getting i'm even thinking about it it should be in your in your chat now sir uh, I don't see it. I said it. Uh, I don't 
don't see it. It's invisible. Cool. <laughs> there we go. And the verdict is still nothing. Give it a sec. If you don't see it, I will go share screen. Nope. Then maybe I am sharing screen. Of course, by the time I do this, get done with this, it's gonna it's gonna ding in your. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's something very cool. That's something you might buy, right? Sure, sure, sure. So yeah, I thought it turned out pretty good. It's quite snazzy. Yeah. And then um, I don't think I have a, have the Spider Man jersey or the hockey jersey, but it's on the website. It's on the website. Um, see, the nice thing about this dead air that we have on our end, you guys don't hear it, and because I edited it out, I'm not that concerned about the pauses here and the Spider Man hockey jersey. Now, those are about ready to go away. Oh, nice. There you go. That actually looks pretty killer. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I like it. I'll rock that any day. Yes, I will. So, yeah. And, of course, the Captain Marvel jerseys are up. You see those right there? Those turned out pretty good, too. Mm. And, of course, you got our normal, the normal Wookiee Radio and uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks jerseys. And, Wookie, and of course, Weeby Geeks jerseys, which I think our baseball jersey looks pretty, pretty snazzy as it is as well. Yeah. I, I'm almost tempted to have them change the uh, the gray and the darker blue, swap them for a second to do a secondary jersey hmm. as well. That could be interesting. Because I, I definitely do not want to do a white jersey on this. Yeah. And of course, Weeby Geeks won't ever, I don't think I'd ever do pinstripes on it either. It doesn't nah. look itself as a pinstripe. Yeah, no. I, 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 like, I like this look that we have for it. Anyway, you can get all that on our website, uh, get access to it all on our website um, at WeebyGeeks.net. Um, so, uh, Disney Plus, we've been talking about it and the sh- potential shows coming to it, like The Mandalorian, Light Loki, uh, supposedly a um, Scarlet Witch vision show, or a Scarlet Witch show is supposed to be there, supposedly a Falcon Winter Soldier show, um, a Cassian Andor series. Well, the Walt Disney Company has announced when Disney Plus is launching. Yeah. Now, the Walt Disney Company has been taking a, has been talking a big game the last couple of years when it comes to streaming. After the success of Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon, um, the mouse of the house announced that it would be launching its own standalone service with its original properties. Now they kind of have a they kind of have that a little bit now with their on demand Disney now. But things tend like when season season four of Rebels came up, I think they only had season three for most of the time after. So a lot of stuff it's sort of like your video on demand on on your cable networks is the Disney now. So not a lot of everything stays. But with Disney Plus, pretty much everything's going to be be there. Um, now with the event, you know, <laughs> Disney's IP catalog is huge. We're talking huge. Just a little bit. And um, so it, it makes sense that Disney sets up a to be an immediate competitor to the other streaming giants. To this point, however, few details have been made public about it other than the name Disney Plus. Well, that's changing. And even this, that took a while to come out. Yeah. Well, that's changing. Um, give me a sec. That's changing uh, this week as Disney is holding a meeting for investors um, at the time that we're 
we're recording the meeting hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen on Thursday. We're recording on Wednesday. The show's coming out this weekend, so it's already happened, but we don't know the details. Normally we would have, because normally we record Fridays. But with this small little rinky-dink show happening that, I mean, it's a tiny little show happening in Chicago. I don't know how anyone's going there to it. Called Star Wars Celebration. Never heard. Um, heard We have swapped nights because of all the expected news to come out tomorrow on Friday at Celebration. Um, So Disney is holding its meeting for investors this week on Thursday, or it happened on Thursday, um, as I talk past tense. Past tense, as I remember, this is coming out after. Um, But according to the report from the Wall Street Journal, Disney Plus will launch in November, though an exact date has yet to be announced. Okay, well, Disney Disney Universe, DC Universe launched October, right? Last year? I believe so, if I remember correctly. So, okay, not that big of a deal. Uh, The report suggests that software developers at the company have been asking to dial back other projects to make sure the service can handle millions of subscribers when it launches. Take that, DC. Did you get mm-hmm. millions of subscribers when it launched? Maybe, but not like what this is going to bring down. And, and, to, and to make sure and to dial it back so you can handle the, the load and not crash the service. Uh, kind of a smart move. So Disney is planning on this being a instant hit. Well, I'm getting it. You've already said you're getting it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And all I got to say is Mandalorian better be dropped day one. Uh, I have a feeling it probably will. Oh, yeah. Um, now, unlike other services that have launched over the years, Disney will contain nothing but its own content. What does that mean? Disney animated films, ABC TV shows, Star Wars, Marvel Studios projects, Pixar movies, and more. Uh, A lot more. Bob Iger even mentioned in a meeting earlier this year that the entire Disney vault would be available to stream on the service, which would be a huge incentive, especially since, oh, we can't go out and buy it because it's in the vault and it cycles every seven to ten years. will now be available there. Uh, Just like... Do you think that means they won't be doing those uh, vault releases anymore? Or? I I think they're still going to do the vault stuff. Every time a movie comes out of the vault, there seems to be one or two new pieces of uh, bonus material added to it. Right, right. Yeah. Plus, so, some people do say like owning it. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, a movie that Derek and I both own, Song of the South, will not be on this service. So, <laughs> as Derek is choked up about that. <laughs> I am indeed. So, yes. have you, so have you watched it yet? No, not yet. That, that should be a Keepers of the Fringe watch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that might be too much. Even <laughs> right, Chris is well. Chris going to a seizure? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, you're showing me a cartoon. What? <laughs> I'm still telling you, Forbidden Zone. Yeah, watch it. Which I need to find on Roku. Right. I need to check Roku to see if see who has it currently. Mm. Um, now Disney is also producing plenty of original content, including live action shows set in the Star Wars universe, um, Marvel Studios limited series, a high school musical show also announced today as we recorded or within the last couple days this week as we record a tv sequel
sequel to Monsters, Inc. called Monsters at Work. Oh, yeah. Which looks, you know, sounds pretty good. I haven't seen the trailer or anything for it yet. Um, and several feature films, such as Lady and the Tramp. So, um, comicbook.com ends their article with, are you excited for Disney Plus to arrive? Yes. <laughs> That's got to be the dumbest question ever. <laughs> the, the only thing that can be said about that is, stop mocking me! <laughs> um, and how much are you willing to pay for the service? Let us know in the comments. And guess what? There's only one comment <laughs> so far. Um, personally, do do I plan on getting it? Yes. We've already talked about this. Um, but yep. pay-wise, I don't expect to pay more than six bucks. Or, okay, I guess the question is going to be, are they, they own Hulu now. Or not own Hulu. They, they're a majority holder in Hulu. 60%. Right. Mm-hmm. So with Hulu, your price point is five ninety nine a month with ads, one screen, or twelve ninety nine or eleven ninety nine a month, no ads, still one screen. Mm. Or if you want live TV, it's forty bucks and you get two screens unless you pay an additional nine ninety nine for unlimited screens. Yes, I looked mm. into it. <laughs> so let's just say if we go based on the lowest price, the five ninety nine, I would expect Disney come in underneath that because they've already said they're going under they're going to come in under netflix and hulu they said they were going to be competitive definitely so Uh, essentially they have said they will be undercutting the other companies Mm. so the question then comes down to if they're undercutting the other companies with hulu which is now one of their money makers i don't see them selling it off no because i guarantee you you're not getting daredevil you're not getting deadpool or anything like that on disney plus that's all going to go Hulu. I am thinking the Fantastic Four movies and X-Men are going Hulu, not anything Disney owned now that is PG-13 or above. Well, no, I can't say that because the new Star Wars films are PG-13 and they'll be on there. Anything anything R-rated or above or a very hard PG-13. <clears throat> yeah, that's right there yeah, on they, that border. It's all going to be on Hulu. I got to imagine the Mandalorian is going to be more PG-13, so. Probably. Or, or TV-14, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh. But I'm, I'm thinking hard 13, a hard PG-13 and above. Definitely R and above. It's going to be over on Hulu, not, mm. not Disney+. Plus. Right. So if that's the case, let's rule out the one with ads and go apples to apples, no ads. Netflix is going up to 13 bucks this month because it's going up to 1299. Yeah. Or and or the 11.99 with Hulu, do they come in at 9.99 to undercut that deal? They could work. I would do I would do 9.99. But I would the, prefer lower, but I would do it. But then, but then they're not undercutting DC Universe, which is coming in at seven ninety nine. But I will say, I paid. I did the uh, eighty cents for my first month for DC Universe. Oh, did you? I did. Um, the original programming, some of the, all the, you know, having the, I want to say the majority, if not all of the animated movies and a good chunk of the cartoons is great. You know, what's disappointing. Mm, what? There's no Aquaman. Uh, Aquaman, you get the, the old, uh, Warner Brothers, the WB networks. Uh, huh. oh, what was that? Was that UP? No, it was whatever the WB network was. You get their Josh Hartley's, um, Aquaman pilot mm. which if you had played your cards right back in the day you got you were able to download for free off uh itunes 
Do they have the old Wonder Woman pilot? I did not with Adrian and Palacki. Yeah, yeah. I did not see that, but they did have the Kathy Lee Crosby movie. Oh wow. Where Wonder Woman is a is a martial arts expert. <laughs> and wearing an outfit I don't ever remember seeing her wear in the comics. <laughs> nope. So I don't want to hear criticism over why is Wonder Woman wearing blue jeans, quote unquote, with the Adrian <laughs> Palacki story. There's there's no mask on her. Or not the mask the cape. That was a Warner Brothers series. Mm. You remember that show like within the last ten years? Yes I do. Uh didn't yeah. last very long. Nope. Um their version of damage control is not on there. All right. I don't remember what that was called. Also, didn't. Nope. Um, I don't even think it made the full run of its season. I'm not, I don't remember. The only thing that season. If it did or not. I don't remember the name of it. I don't either. The only thing that. Powerless. What was it? Powerless. Powerless, yeah. The only thing that kind of saved it was Adam West. His passing. <laughs> Got them one more episode on the air. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Um, but a lot of the cartoons, Shazam's on there, all three seasons. Uh-huh. The old CBS, Batman and Robin are on there. Uh-huh. I don't think any of the Hanna-Barbera. See, why am I talking about? Why am I guessing here? I could go right to it, right? <laughs> all righty. DC Universe, movies and TV. Uh, Doom, Patrol, Doom Patrol, I'm absolutely loving. Uh, series, Krypton is on here. Just fairly, oh, wow. fairly new. Yeah, um, Human Target that was on Fox is on here. Huh. Lois and Clark, the new Adventures of Superman. Uh, uh-huh. The 1975 Wonder Woman with Linda Carter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Constantine's on here. Birds of Prey is on here. Oh, the oh. Av- the Adventures of Superboy, all four seasons. And I'm like, how did yeah. I miss this show? What sh- what network was this on? I don't remember. I really don't. I I, I don't remember the show. Yeah, I don't really either. Uh... Anyway, uh, others, The Flash from 1990 is on here, <laughs> which actually wasn't that bad of a show. No, I used to like it. It definitely, it definitely fit in with the Michael Keaton universe. Yeah. Which is why I think that's why it was made. It's kind of tie in because even though it wasn't a Burton driven series, uh, Danny Elfman did the music for it, I believe, or at least the theme. Mm. Um, but the show, the show easily could have fit in with that universe with Keaton. Cause you know, I was kind of hoping, Hey, let's get a flash Batman crossover and it fell flat. Um, uh, would have been cool. Adventures of Superman We're talking the original Superman <laughs> and the Superman serials. What's missing the Batman serials. Uh, so that's all the T that's all the TV live action TV shows, uh, movies. Uh, like I said, you got pretty much all the animated stuff. Uh, Green Lantern First Flight, which is a great movie. Son of Batman, Batman vs. Robin, Justice League versus Teen Titans, which I was disappointed in. Batman Bad Blood, Batman Mystery of the Batwoman, awesome movie. Uh, Superman Shazam, Return of the Black Adam. I have not watched that one yet. I have not watched Batman Ninja yet, either. Gotham by Gaslight, I was disappointed. Yeah. Uh, Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero, that was a good one. Uh, Death of Superman, Reign of Superman, uh, Superman Unbound. Uh, now we're hitting the live-action Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. Which, didn't we talk about Batman and Robin last week? Or I may be thinking yeah. of conversations at work. Um, no, I think we did. Batman Assault on Arkham. 
Arkham, Batman Year One, Wonder Woman, the it's the animated movie, Superman vs. the Elite, uh, the Flashpoint Paradox, War, Throne of Atlantis, which kind of interested in. I haven't seen I've heard it. Good. Uh, Dark Knight Returns Part One and Two, Apocalypse, Superman, Batman, Apocalypse, Public Enemies, my favorite, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. Oh yeah. My other favorite, Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker. That was an amazing one. Uh, Batman. Oh yeah. yeah. Now you remember. <laughs> I actually yeah. own that. I own that on DVD. Yeah. Uh, Batman: Under the Red Hood, All Star Superman, Crisis on Two Earths, Doom, Gods and Monsters, The New Frontier, Gotham Knight, Doom, Superman, Dom, Doomsday, and 1974 Wonder Woman with Kathy Lee Crosby. That's the movies. How many live action and all that? Five. Five. <laughs> um, there's specials. Specials are cool. Uh, the Aquaman TV pilot. Legends of the Superheroes. That's when the, with uh, Ed McMahon, first hours, the roast. Yeah, yeah. And Ed McMahon was blitzed. <laughs> um, they got some other stuff on here. Uh, the Spirits on here, which I don't remember it at all. It must have been an older series. But there's other stuff like Secret Origin, DC Comics. DC University, Science of Superman, Batman Unmasked, Restoring Shazam, uh, Bringing Back Young Justice, Young Justice Enhanced, Batman Tech, stuff like that. Uh, okay, DC IRL and Look Up in the Sky, The Amazing Story of Superman. Um, there's a bunch of, yeah, the animated series, which, okay, the Hanna-Barbera stuff is on here. You got Batman, the animated series, The New Adventures of Batman, Young Justice, Young Justice Invasion, which was season two, the current season, which is Outsiders. Uh, the Batman with uh, Diedrich Bader. Uh, is that the one? No, that's not the one with Diedrich, Diedrich Bader. This is the one that kind of fell fell short. This is the one where he works with Katana, and we see Alfred as the first time under the concept of he was a British spy. Mm, right. It wasn't bad. Wait. No, that can't be the right one. Because they say five seasons. It didn't last five seasons. Uh, Super Friends. Teen Titans. Not Teen Titans Go, but Teen Titans. Uh, Green Lantern, the animated series, which wasn't bad. Static Shock. Superman, the animated series. Batman, Brave and the Bold. That's the one with Diedrich Bader, which was oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Batman Beyond. Oh, time to go back and binge watch. Uh, Justice League. Super Friends, they have nine seasons listed. So that's got to cover Super Friends, Challenge of the Super Friends, and everything else. Uh, Justice League Unlimited. Legion of Superheroes. Wasn't bad. I watched it because I enjoyed it, but it wasn't bad. Uh, Superman, the Max... Fleischer, Fleischer cartoons, New Adventures of Superman, and The New Adventures of Batman. Uh, New Adventures of Batman, I remember watching on uh, CBS. I believe it's the same one. Um, Batman. No. Oh, okay. I remember this Batman. This Batman is the one with Kevin Michael Richardson as the Joker, voice of the Joker. Hmm. Hold on. As soon as you see the animation, it'll hit you like a... Like someone rear-ended you. You recognize it? I'm sharing screen with you. Which one is this? This is the Batman. No, uh, I recognize it, but I never really watched that one. I didn't either. This one also had the funky Riddler. Yeah. Uh, um. Right. How how do I get to the how do I get to the other seasons? Okay, so it says it ran five seasons, but they're only showing one season, and it's not even the full season. I don't think. Uh, Super Friends. Here we go. All the it's all the original, but I have no way of getting to any more. Hmm. 
Wait. Oh, duh. There it is. Season one, season two, season three. Apache Chief. Season four. <laughs> Should be getting close to the Challenge of the Super Friends. I think the three and four was Challenge of the Super Friends. There's Vulcan. So now I'm curious to know where how far they go into this. Oh, they do hit superpowers. You remember those figures? Yes. Yep. Season eight's the start of all that. Because that's when they coincided. Because uh, here's the Lex Luthor. This is where they coincided the cartoon with the toys. I think we still got that continuation. Hmm. Um, so now it makes me wonder. The the bat, the Batman had a funky Riddler too. Yes, this is the old cartoon. This is where Batmite made his first appearance. Hmm. And this is the only one where they couldn't use Riddler. And this this one had Adam West and Burt Ward as the uh, as the voices. Oh yeah. So yeah, that that was Saturday morning cartoons. Um, I know I'm I, we've tangented, but I mean <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. But this show, but this is now us showing what's what's on DC, and I think we, I, I think I've pretty much covered all of it. And oh, now they've added cartoons or not cartoons, comic books on here. Cool, great. I can now watch or read the comics on TV. Um, which in many ways, I'm glad Marvel Unlimited's not doing that. Mm-hmm. But if I wanted to, I probably could if I went through the app. But. Um, while this looks great, I, I'm not that impressed. It's the original shows that are really keeping me on and the nostalgia is keeping me on. Okay. So they have an encyclopedia of characters. Cool. Yay. Um, you have access to the shop. Cool. Yay. Um, it, it's, I, I kind of want to know more. I would love to see them add more to this. Whereas Disney's coming out and this is how I tie it back in. Disney's coming out and going, yeah, cool. You you want uh you want the animated movies? Awesome. Here you go. You want um you you, you want the uh you want the stuff that's in the vaults? Sure. Not a problem. Here you go. We can do that for you. You want original Marvel series? Cool. We'll do that. We'll, we'll throw you in Star Wars as well. But hey, guess what? We'll also give you the Marvel movies because they've already said Captain Marvel's going to be on here, which means if Captain Marvel's yep. on there, probably everything else from phase three on or phase three and beyond and past is going to be on there. So, um, here I have distributor for, okay. Superboy. It was also renamed the adventures of Superboy at the start of the third season. Uh, original network was syndication. So it would have been a Saturday morning. That makes sense. Yeah. Or Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon type show. Uh, this, I did not know because when did the show 88 to 92 is when it originally released. Hmm. Superboy was the first weekly TV series to produce at the then new Disney MGM Studios. No kidding. For the second season onward, the series moved several miles down the road, down Interstate 4 to Universal Studios, Florida. Hmm. Sounded like 90% of what happened. (laughs) Season one of of Sequest at Studios. They didn't move to to Universal. Season one of Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, at Studios, then moved to Universal. Dragon Legends, WMA Masters, started off at Studios, went to Universal. (laughs) Seeing a trend? 
even uh, though part of yeah. it, even though part of it was there. Um, at first, much of the action centered around stories that Clark and TJ reported on for the college newspaper. Uh, all the exterior shots at Schuster University were filmed on the main campus of the University of Central Florida. However, depicted as a coastal city, as evidenced by imagery of both new and old in the old the new and the old sun, sunshine skyway bridges in St. Petersburg for the opening credits. So production was pretty much here in Orlando. Did not know that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's interesting. So, yeah. Um, I... Yeah, I don't know what to say. Disney better come in under. I'm assuming. I'm. I'm going to guess at this point in time, the seven ninety nine uh, of of uh, of Disney or of uh, DC Universe. Because right now they're already steps ahead. Oh, yeah. with it, it's not even out yet. So yeah, I, I would say that that's the way to that's the way to go. So, yep. Um. So yeah, that's that's all I got. Well, speaking of Disney Plus shows. Uh, we know one thing we know is that they are coming out with a plethora of Marvel shows, uh, including Loki, and uh, there's been talk of Falcon and Winter Soldier, Vision and Scarlet Witch. Um, well, looks like uh, somebody's been listening to the fans because now they're coming out with a series based on Hawkeye. That's right, this came directly from Variety, uh, who learned from sources that Disney's upcoming streaming service is officially developing a series based on the Archer Hawkeye, who you may remember seeing in such films as Avengers, Avengers Age of Ultron, Captain America Civil War, and a little cameo appearance in Thor, his first appearance. Uh, and Jeremy Renner is attached to star in the show. And as if that wasn't good enough for you Hawkeye fans, it's also said that the show is going to be an adventure series in which Clinton Barton, also known as Hawkeye, will pass the torch to Kate Bishop. Uh, of course, Kate Bishop is the Marvel Comics character who took up the Hawkeye mantle after Barton. She was also a member of the Young Avengers, which there was talk of... Uh, possibly seeing the Young Avengers in the MCU at some point. Ah, very, Ooh. very interesting. Yes. And of course, there has been no comment on this from Disney, Marvel, or Jeremy Renner and his reps. Uh, but if it does happen, it looks like these the these Marvel series are expected to be six to eight, eight episodes each. And they're going to be produced by Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige. Uh, and the shows are going to have very large budget. budget compared to other television projects, much like uh, The Mandalorian we know is going to have a big budget. So that's a cool thing. It looks like with this Disney Plus, they're, they're really they, – they're going full into it. They're putting money into this. They're, oh, yeah. they're doing shows that people want to see. And, uh, yeah, they, they're definitely – like you said, they're definitely way ahead on this. Very much so. It's going to be so cool when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell you what, what's – I guess kind of cool and kind of not cool. Um, Disney was at this year's CinemaCon, like usual, and um, they talked about their newly added franchises since the acquisition of 20th Century Fox and how they'll fit underneath the, the ever-widening umbrella. Um, and of course, a according to Deadline, things started off with a sizzle reel of both Disney and Fox titles, which ended up hmm, with a clip of Hugh Jackman's Wolverine asking, what is this place? And then coming to a shot of Chadwick Bosman's Black 
Black Panther. Uh, this signaled to the crowd and the rest of the world that the X-Men are officially a part of the Marvel Studios litter box. I mean, sandbox. <laughs> we now have the kitty poop in the litter in the sandbox. Um, speaking of X-Men, Fox's Emma Watts was on hand to confirm that the upcoming Dark Phoenix will be the perfect send-off for our X-Men team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the first real indication that the slate will be wiped clean and the roles will be recast as the superpowered mutants are reintroduced into the MCU. But supposedly they're taking the out of, well, this was going to be the last film in the franchise anyway, and it was going to re be rebooted after that. Hmm. Let's see. Last time you tried to do Dark Phoenix, you failed mm. and you... And you pulled and you led to what ended up being perfected more by Jurassic, Jurassic, the Jurassic franchise than the X franchise. And that was, oh, we're doing a reboot, but it's still a continuation of the original stories. But it's a reboot. Yeah. Which works for the Jurassic series. Yeah. You have your original trilogy. Now you have the secondary trilogy. The secondary trilogy could be a standalone all on its own. And you, and you might say, okay, maybe I, maybe you do need to go back and see the original trilogy. No, not really, because any, anything in the original trilogies they bring in to make the references to go back to what you had. You don't have to watch the original Jurassic Park to watch Jurassic World, but you should. <laughs> you should. You don't need to see. Jurassic Park 3 to see Fallen Kingdom. You should. Indeed. I know there's another film in there, but it was so horrible. Why bring it up? <laughs> um, now, the, the biggest relief was the reveal that Ryan Reynolds will still be at the center of the Deadpool franchise and the Deadpool franchise, which we had all suspected anyway, is now part of Marvel canon. I think right now, right. Deadpool's like the only character that I could see easily jump into an MCU film with no issues. Right. Because, I mean, with the use of the Hellcarrier, with the finagling they did for Deadpool and Guardians 2, they pretty much, it's set up, Deadpool could go either way. I would mm. love to see, <laughs> I would love to see Deadpool in an upcoming MCU film and play that PG, yeah, cool. do the PG side and then go back and do his, our side with his movies. Right, yeah. Yeah, that would totally work. If done right, just like in the books, it could easily work. But it's got to be done very loosely, very sparingly. Because Marvel doesn't use him a lot in the big crossover events either. So he just happens to, his books happen around those events, and but still somewhat affected. Mm -hmm. So um, now the biggest surprise is that the New Mutants is still on its way. Yeah. Um, it's been in limbo since before the Disney acquisition was rumored to be destined for Hulu. Even Maisie Williams wasn't sure if the film would ever hit theaters. Um, originally, it was slated for August 2nd. Um, but Kathleen Taff, uh, who is pre Disney's president of distribution and franchise management, told the crowd that since some of Fox titles shared the same release date with Disney movies already on their slate, some adjustments will need to be made. That could mean the new mutants could be pushed back once again. Hmm. You know what? You push them back any further and they will fall into their proper date of <laughs> okay so <laughs> that's where we have it 
Well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Let us move on to something that will not be going down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Avengers Endgame. It's so close you can taste it now. Just Hold a couple on. weeks. Hold on. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's almost here. It's so exciting. Yeah. Well Okay, here here's the question. Which will get here first? Avengers Endgame or our Star Wars loot crate box? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> question. At this point I'm not even sure. <laughs> So it is widely known that Mark Ruffalo, who plays Bruce Banner slash the Hulk, is a little bit of a uh, tease. A tease, yeah. He's 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 uh, he's let some things slip out in the past, minor things mostly. But well, according to Mr. Mark Ruffalo in a recent interview with E Entertainment Network, um, he happened to mention that. That the Russo brothers shot five different endings for Avengers Endgame, which makes sense, really. I, I hope we're not. They're not going to give us a clue. You need to go see it five different times in hopes to see all five different endings. No, no, no. I think they just did this just uh, so nobody would know which <laughs> ending is the real ending. Which camera actually had um, film in it, guys? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because um, because uh, really, it's not surprising considering how seriously Marvel takes its secrecy. In fact, when uh, they were making Infinity War, the cast wasn't even given full scripts, and some of the information in the scripts were fake. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, so in the interview, Mark Ruffalo said, "I shot like five different endings to this movie. I didn't even get a whole script of this movie. I don't know why the script I did." get had dummy scenes in it uh he then pointed to chris evans and said he gets married in this Ooh. so uh who knows if that's actually one of the five endings that ruffalo shot or if he was just joking around but who knows uh so of course in the interview when he says that it it the camera goes directly on ruffalo's face so you don't get any reaction from chris evans about that but you know who knows <laughs> but chris evans did say that ruffalo is a liability for all of the spoiling he does <laughs> I'm sure he was joking around, but half truth. Um, so there's been a lot of fan theories about Endgame, of course. Uh, one of the theories is that Steve Rogers could be going back in time to reunite with Peggy Carter. Other theories say that, that uh, Captain America is going to die. But Chris Evans, he's not saying much. Even during a recent interview when he was asked what it was like wearing the cap suit for the last time, he was careful in the words he chose. He prefaced. Hmm? I was going to say it's. Should, it should be changed to Cap's not going to die. Steve Rogers is going to die. Maybe. Of course, you know, whenever they answer questions, they, also, they always have to add the word potentially in there to avoid any actual spoilers. Yep. Uh, but the funny thing is, even at this point, even the stars of the movie aren't exactly sure how everything's going to end in an end game. But, you know, I'm sure I'm sure everything will work out right one way or another. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Well, here's something that I think is great. More fallout from the Fox merger. And this one's kind of good. Um, mm. This is coming from AlienCovenant.com. And they're saying that at CinemaCon 2019, Disney announced that they do have plans to continue the Alien franchise with new 
films. Mm, killer. Um, so to continue on with this, they're saying Fox side now teasing more apes. Kingsman. That will be awesome. Because that's a... Kingsman is a was a creator owned Marvel, wasn't it? It was uh, Mark Miller's offshoot from Marvel, just like uh, Kickass. Yeah, they were under the Marvel title, but not Marvel books. Sort of right. like the old Epic line, um, Avatar. Which yeah, duh, of course Avatar, mm. Alien, and Maze Runner movies. That's the last one ended that whole story with the Maze Runners. I have no idea. I've watched them all. I was kind of. I don't see where they could go next with Maze Runner. Uh, I've only seen the first one. Second one's not bad. Uh, I don't remember how many are actually in the, the actual series, if it's three or four. But the second one's not bad. Um, anyway, so according to Deadline News, Ridley Scott and his production company, Scott Free, were still involved and apparently actively working on another Alien sequel. Whether or not the next Alien film by Disney will be a continuation of Alien Covenant or not remains to be seen. I don't see why it wouldn't be. If you're a fan of Alien, yes. Prometheus, no. Um, it would like to discuss Alien Covenant on its upcoming sequel with other like-minded fans. Now they're saying go join their forum. Um, so yeah, more aliens coming. Well, let's hope they're better than Covenant. Yeah, or Prometheus. Mm. And, th- and then I'm hearing something too that uh, Blade Runner is in the same the same continuity, same universe. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that theory. So, I don't know. I can say, believe it or not, um, Total Recall and Minority Report are supposed to be same continuity. Because Minor- mm-hmm. Minority Report supposed to be a sequel. Well, the, the actual story is a sequel to Total Recall. Because mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger's character um, is in a position of leadership in Minority Report. But they couldn't do that with the movie because at the time Schwarzenegger was governor. Mm-hmm. So, anyway... <laughs> Moving right along. See, I would love to use that song. I would would love to use the actual song soundbite, but we'll get dinged for copyright Mm -hmm. because it's music. So moving on to the DC universe, um, of course, the one of the latest big news items to come out in the last couple of weeks is the whole Flash fiasco <laughs> with Ezra Miller do trying have, to write. Do we have to go there? Uh, Ezra Miller trying to write a script for the Flash that apparently Warner Brothers did not like. So the latest is that Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller is probably out as the Flash. A boohoo. Uh, do I need to queue up the toilet? Uh, I, I'm jiggling. The handle. Always want to have the. T- <laughs> I'm, I got that handle jiggling. So just let me know. We also know, or it's been said, that Warner Brothers is looking to kind of uh, give the DC universe, the DCEU, a bit of a, a remix and and uh, uh, kind of reboot things with uh, Wonder Woman, the next Wonder Woman movie. They were supposed to do that. Yep. 1980. That's what. And um, Wonder Woman 88. 1984. 84. 84. That too. Um, and we, on top of that, um, we know that Ben Affleck is out as the Batman mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, it's been reported that Henry Cavill is out as Superman mm-hmm. and we know that the cyborg solo movie that they were going to do has been shelved mm-hmm. and the 
actor Ray Fisher is done with that role. So then that may, might lead you to say, well, what are they going to do next? Well, uh, according to a source. Right. Goodbye. <laughs> according to a source that spoke to We Got This Covered. A source. The website. A source. The next character up in line for a live action big screen movie is the Martian Manhunter, which is one of my favorite DC characters. Uh, um, but of course, it would take a while for this movie to come out, uh, possibly not until 2022, because the schedule for the next few years is pretty full with the Batman and the Suicide Squad sequel, <sighs> among others. Uh, also, latest news is that uh, Idris Elba is going to be in Suicide Squad, but will not be playing Deadshot. He'll be a whole different character, and they're just going to have cut Deadshot out of the movie, which I'm cool with. Yeah, I think I am too. Mm. Um, so I would be very interested to see the Martian Manhunter in a movie. They could do some interesting things with him. Yeah, well, look what um, they did with him on, on Supergirl. Yep, exactly. Now imagine a big budget for Oh. And in fact, uh, we may have already seen the Martian Manhunter in the DCEU and not even known it because Zack Snyder has apparently acknowledged a theory that Harry Lennox's character, General Swanwick, in Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, may actually be Martian Manhunter in disguise. He's a shapeshifter, you see, so he can be anybody. Um, and go ahead. Did you hear the other Zack Snyder? Sorry, I'm going off. Mark your spot because we're going to derail this slightly again. Sorry about that. I know exactly where you're going. The whole Martha thing? Oh, I, no, I didn't hear that. New Zack Snyder theory that he's put out there or that supposedly he's put out there. Speculation. Zack Snyder had it where Martha Kent before marrying Martha or before marrying Jonathan Kent was, oh, come on. was actually Martha Wayne and she happened to survive the shooting. Oh, and, get out of here. And that when taken to the hospital, she thought Bruce was dead too and left Gotham. <sighs> So <laughs> Batman and dumb. Superman are stepbrothers. That is dumb. That that was what was going to be supposedly a theory that Snyder was going to push. This is why so glad Snyder's no longer associated with a lot of this. See, I thought you were going to bring up the thing a little while ago where Snyder was saying, oh, if you don't think if you think that Batman doesn't kill people, then you need to grow up. And to which everybody said, uh, dude, Batman doesn't kill people. <laughs> Even the com some comic book creators were saying that. I I don't think he truly ever killed in the books. Mm -mm. If he did, it wasn't it wasn't intentional. It was he was trying to save them. I mean, even the villains he tried to save, right? But you know, slippage, whatnot. It was never intentional kill. Well, even in um, even in Dark Knight Returns, the Joker killed himself. Yeah, he didn't even kill the Joker then. Now he wanted to kill Joker after killing Joke. Sure, <laughs> but he didn't. And that's Alan Moore, folks. Yeah, I mean, Alan Moore knew Batman 
Batman doesn't kill. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yep. Sorry. Well, that's all right. That's actually all I have on that story, except for this one last thing. Except for one more thing. Remember that the Martian... One more thing. Except, (laughs) uh, remember that Martian Manhunter is one of the seven original members of the Justice League, so it's not out of the question if they bring in the Martian Manhunter to eventually do another Justice League. Maybe a better one. See, it was stupid. And that's that, all I have. It was stupid that they even did Justice League. Oh, let's do mm. let's do Man of Steel. Then essentially, let's do a pre-Justice League movie and call it Batman versus Superman, which wasn't even done right based on the original Batman versus Superman comics. Nope. Because if you had the original Super Batman versus Superman comics, you would have had Luther and Joker, with Joker going after Superman. Luther going after Batman and playing the two against each other. But no, they had to go and decide and do a little Trinity, a little Kingdom Come, a little Death of Superman Mm. and something else and go, okay, we're going to roll the dice. You go figure out how to put this all together. Uh, Really? So, yeah. Mm. And another thing that we say, yeah, about, hey, guess what came out this last week? Hellboy. No, actually, it doesn't come out till this weekend. Oh, till this weekend. Mm. Okay, then how is it Rotten Tomatoes? Hellboy currently has a 9% rating. I thought they were after Captain Marvel and this other crap that went down not too long ago, that they were changing the rating systems till after the movie came out. Well, that's probably the critics' rating. The critics get to see the movie early. Um, well, let's find out, shall we? Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it's gone up. Tomato has meter. It. Okay, the percentage of approved... The tomato meter is the percentage of approved tomato meter critics who have given this movie a positive review. So, at the time the story was written... Okay, I don't know when they looked it up. Story was written April 10th, 2019 at 9.59 p.m. Okay, is when this article was written, around the time we started recording. Um, So their story is, Big Red has come back to the big screen, and finally Rotten Tomatoes has released their Critics' Choice score. And for the fans, the iconic creator does not look good. While still early in the process, Hellboy currently has a 9% rating on the site. Now, I'm telling you, it's 11.33 Eastern Time, April 10th. I've pulled it up, and it's now showing 11%. So, uh, if you would, sir, as I continue the story... Uh, can you go to Rotten Tomatoes and look up our two standards, Jim and the Holograms and the Fantastic Flop, to see just where Hellboy rates? Um, now, it should it should be said that the score isn't per- a perfect metric for determining a film's success. Um, the rating means that 9% of the critics liked the movie more than disliked it. Well, now 11% more of the critics liked the movie than disliked it. Um, so, um, Hellboy created... Mike Mignola was heavily involved with the sequel this time around, having input from the earliest stages of the film. That does not sound promising. I love his work. I love BP, BRPD. I love Hellboy. I love Abe Sapien. This is disappointing to know he was so heavily involved and it's not being accepted well. Um, because it's funny because my involvement has been very different than the Del Toro movies. Uh, the difference is I had known Del Toro for six years by the time we did the first movie. 
Neil, I met a couple months before he worked on the movies. It was very different, but I have been involved ever since they said, hey, we're going to do an, we're going to make another Hellboy movie and we're going to do this story. Uh, I bounced back and forth with them about how to ad- adapt this particular Hellboy story. At various times, I jumped in and been much more active in the screenplay than I ever was with the Del Toro films, which tells me Del Toro got it. Neil may not. Mm. Um, I did nothing so far as the design stuff on the movie. Gilmero wanted me as a concept artist, but on this movie, there were other concept artists. I came in, I looked at some stuff that they were trying to do, something so close to what's on the comics. They leaned on what they've been doing with Duncan and me in the comics. So, Duncan being Duncan for Greedo. Uh, the film stars David Harbour, Mila jo- Jovovich. Okay, so now I might go see it just for her, because I like her. <laughs> uh, Ian McShane, uh, Sasha Lane, Daniel Day Kim, uh, Douglas Tate and Sophia Okinoto, amongst others. Um, Ian McShane's good too. Um, the Descent Helmer, Neil Marshall directs and directs off a script from Andrew Cosby. I mean, I will say. I love Perlman, mm, yeah. but, but David Harbour has more of the, he has the facial look of the more modern Hellboy. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like the idea of him as Hellboy. Looked interesting. Um, but I still don't think they got the body perfectly right for, for the Hellboy look that he's doing. Mm. Take his face and put it on Perlman's body, and I think you got the right Hellboy. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, as I said, at the time of us recording... It's at 11%. So a fantastic flop is that? At 9%. Wow. So briefly it was tied with, and then Jim and the holograms. 21%. Ooh. <laughs> and remember, folks, why do we use those two films? Because Fantastic Flop was exactly that. And Jim and the Holograms was only in the theaters for two weeks before the studio pulled it, which I don't think we had heard anything that drastic or that public. Yeah, we're not happy with how, how it's doing. We've pulled it from the theaters like you mm-hmm. did with Jim and the Holograms. That's why those two movies are our benchmark on if it's good it's better than the fantastic flop is great if it's better than jim and the holograms i will probably go see this you'll have to let me know how it is i may just go see this if you hear that zoe was not picked up from school or i don't appear on a show one night then you know what happened (laughs) so but there's one more thing yet to discuss Yes, indeed there is. And this is kind of an interesting one, kind of, I think. Yeah, before you um, get before you get who did this in the comics? I, I don't want I don't want to say Xenoscope because Xenoscope's done done everything this type of way in well Xenoscope. Was it comics? I thought I thought someone had done it in the comics. I have no idea. I'm looking. I'll let you go. All right. Um anyway, so Yes, it has been done. It's called the Go ahead, I'll let you start the story and then So our good friends at Netflix are working on a new film starring two characters that are both in public domain now, interestingly. And uh, they're crossing over two odd worlds. And uh, that is Alice in Wonderland and The Wizard of Oz. There has been one. So there's definitely. A- yeah, the Oz Wonderland Chronicles. Hmm. But, and it was published by. by it was published <laughs> by Buy Me Toys. Huh, interesting. But I, I'm, lo- I'm still checking to see if there was another because I'm thinking there was something else. 
Well, this one, this film that Netflix is doing is going to be called Dorothy and Alice. And uh, it's going to see the two characters team up for a fantasy adventure epic as the story will follow Dorothy, who is sent to a home for girls after experiencing terrible nightmares. And there she meets Alice and adventure ensues. Uh, And according to Collider, Netflix has hired Anna Klassen to write the script, which was previously worked on by Justin Mers. And uh, Anna confirmed that on Twitter, saying the Cheshire cat is out of the bag. I'm writing Dorothy and Alice for Netflix, a fantasy adventure epic. I grew up reading these books, and this project has been endlessly fun to craft, to reinvent treasured characters, and explore the worlds I wanted to inhabit as a kid. Now, the original synopsis of the script, of the original script, is... The original script found Dorothy Gale haunted by nightmares of Oz's impending destruction, sent to a home for others like her who experience troubling, vivid dreams. She soon befriends Alice, a mysterious girl who involves her in a perilous quest to not only save the worlds of imagination, but the world as we know it. Um, But of course, uh, Anna Klassen has reportedly changed the script a bit and will be taking the project in a different direction um but there's no word on what the different direction will be but could be a very interesting project i think i like the idea of mixing these two worlds together and frankly i'm kind of surprised this hasn't been done more often there's a lot of potential stories in there to have between oz and wonderland you could do some very interesting things some interesting character meetups <laughs> yeah now according to the original what was done with the comics uh the original came out uh 2005 2008 um you had the oz wonderland chronicles the sequel entitled the oz wonderland chronicles jack and cat and a second sequel called prelude to evil um Mm. there was also a kids friendly one shot now the the plot of the comic centers around dorothy and alice who are college roommates in chicago Mm. both young women have forgotten their earlier experiences in oz and wonderland respectively those circumstances soon force them to reacquaint themselves with those fantasy lands. They encounter a large number of allies, such as Jack Pumpkinhead, the Scarecrow, Ozma, plus the Cheshire Cat, and Humpty Dumpty. So, kind of similar concept to the... It sounds like the Netflix series is loosely based on on this. Hmm. Interesting. I, I like the twist that you're saying they're they're doing with it, though. Um, the girls are in are in in a home. So, um, mm, right. So yeah, it, it makes it interesting. Yeah, I think so. Could be good. So, well, on that note, I got nothing else. I think that's that wraps us with story wise. Uh, I believe so. Yes. Any final thoughts? Yes, I have two final thoughts. Two. Number one. One. <laughs> number ha, one. Ha, 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 ha. Sorry. Easy there, count. If you haven't, if you haven't seen Shazam yet, I highly recommend it. It was excellent. Um, how excellent was it? Well, you know, you have to see it, or you can listen to the Keepers of the Fringe, where we have a uh, discussion about it. Ooh. There are spoilers, though. You have been warned. But yeah, it, it was it was really good. I think DC might be starting to head in the right direction. That's all I'm going to say. 
And number two word is that we are going to be getting the trailer finally for episode nine, Star Wars episode nine. Uh, I believe it said what I read is on the 12th. So Friday, Gee, April 12th. I think we talked about this over on Wookiee Radio. I'm just going to say, well, duh, because yeah, what's happening yeah. was happening on Friday. Gee, the episode nine panel at Celebration. Mm. What do we not expect? What do we expect to see without question? The trailer and the name. Sorry to steal your thunder on that, but. No, no problem. It's for all the, it's one of those, I think you and I were both going, yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we know. We've been talking about it. Thank you for finally catching up to us. <laughs> Don't want to be snarky, but, you know, I'm going to kind of be snarky. But if you've got got a clue on what the actual title is going to be, that will be a whole other issue. And we'll be more than happy to entertain you issue. So... Sure, sure, sure. So you tell us. We don't know. That we don't know. So um, you said that was pretty much it. You had no other final thoughts? Mm, nope. Then uh, there's only one thing left to be said. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. Hey, we don't serve their kind here.